Hi everyone, this is Kelsey and welcome back to 31 Days of Spooky Movies. Today, the movie is Nosferatu from 1922. Okay, so this movie, which is over a hundred years old now, is a silent black and white film. It's described as a German expressionist horror film. And yeah, it's from 1922, hundred years old. So um, Nosferatu was straight up produced as an unauthorized and unofficial adaptation of Bram Stoker's Dracula, which was written in um, 1890. Yeah, 1897. Um, so for the movie, they changed a lot of the names. They changed um, some other details as well from the novel, including the main character in Nosferatu. His name is Count Orlock. So is, he is not Dracula. Um, but even with these changes, the um, the heirs of, of Bram Stoker um, sued the company and there was a court order where all copies were to be destroyed. So most copies were completely destroyed. So this movie is pieced together from a few different surviving copies and the beginning of the movie actually goes over that so I will um, just kind of quickly go over that in a moment. The only other thing I wanted to add was um, because this was I didn't realize this Nosferatu is a name it's not of the character it's the character's um, Count Orlock like I mentioned. Nosferatu is more like um, I think German word for vampire and it's not it's that's not the direct translation but it has like come to be synonymous with vampire so um i hope i don't accidentally call count orlock nosferatu in this because like that's who i thought it was but that is not correct so before the movie begins we get text over screen explaining who restored the video um it also explains that the print came from um, 1922 and anything from that that was missing, any frames that were missing, came from a print from 1939. Um, and it also mentions a few of them also came from 1930. Um, and that's for the actual film, but for the intertitles, that's what they're called, um, like those when people talk and it comes on the screen. So those um, were preserved in a safety print from 1962. And then anything that was missing, any of the talking points that were missing were just actually like redesigned based on the original typography. So um, yeah, again, pieced together by various, from various sources. Next we have a solid minute and a half overture. And right at the beginning of the credits, it says based on the novel Dracula by Bram Stoker. Text over screen says, Act 1, an account of the great death in Wisborg, um, 1838. And then um, like a lot of text comes on screen. It almost looks like we're looking at a page of a book and it describes what the name Nosferatu means. And it says, beware, you never say it. And there's like big dramatic music playing like at all times, pretty much lots of symbols, lots of drums. Um, like everyone's emotion has to be kind of displayed in music, of course. Um, more text um, comes on the screen. It says, I have reflected at length on the great death in my hometown of Wisborg. Here is its story. Um, so we are to understand that we are reading someone's personal journal, which is interesting because that's how Dracula is written. Um, it's written using journal entries and letters. Um, yeah. And um, so now we see a town and we learn of um, a man named Thomas Hutter and his young wife, Ellen. 
So we see a man getting ready in front of his mirror. Then we see a woman playing with a little kitten. He goes outside, he picks her some flowers from the garden, but she is sad and she says, why did you kill such beautiful flowers? And that's what we see like a title card over the screen in quotes. So that's how we know what she's saying. Um, we learn there are rumors about an estate agent named Nock, but he paid his people well. So then we see an old man, he's like a hunchback. You can tell he's evil. Um, there's also ominous music playing, so we definitely know he's a bad guy. And he's looking at like a letter and kind of cackling to himself. And then he's thinking and like all the actions people do are like overacted. Everything's big, movements are big, facial expressions expressions are big it's um almost like more like watching a play than watching a movie it's it's really fun um so he tells our guy hutter that count orlock his grace from transylvania wishes to purchase a house um and he says you may have to go to a bit of trouble for this guy a little sweat maybe a little blood ha 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 um, and he wants a big empty house and luckily oh wow right across the street is this huge um, stone castle. That's amazing. So Hutter shakes his hand. It's a deal. And at this point, we're a full 10 minutes into this movie and like barely anything has happened. It just takes a really long time, like for anything to happen. There's text over screen. People are thinking all the, all like the, um, actions are big. And, um, so anyways, it, it, not a lot happens. So that's where we're at 10 minutes in. He goes home and tells his wife that he is going to the land of thieves and phantoms. Um, she is very sad indeed. We see her being sad for a while. They smooch a lot. He leaves. She cries. Um, he sets off on horseback. Text says um, that he has, like, after a long journey, he has arrived in the Carpathians. Um, we see him go into the, to an inn for the night. It's the kind that has, like, a good old-fashioned, like, I don't know, an alehouse Um below it so he's in there he's having dinner and he says he's going to count orlock's castle just then everybody stops what they're doing and they turn around they look at him shocked and dismayed one old man comes up to him and says you cannot go any further tonight the werewolf is is roaming the forests um hutter our character just laughs and kind of like pushes him off then we see like just a, like a wild dog of sorts, scaring some horses away. And he howls, um, at least I think that's what happened. Like there's no sound, but he opens his mouth and then, then we see a bunch of women in town are frightened. So I think that they heard something scary. Um, Hutter is in his room and he picks up a book and it's called A Vampire's Terrible Phantoms and the Seven Deadly Sins. And vampires is spelt with a Y, of course. Um, we learn again about Nosferatu, who liveth and feedeth of human blood. It says that he is an unholy creature who lives in a coffin filled with the dirt from the fields of the Black Death, um, which is so metal. I really liked that part. Um, Hutter doesn't care, and he just goes to sleep. Um, the next day, it's a lovely morning. Um, the music is very happy, very jovial. He picks up the vampire book again, he laughs at it, and then he just like smashes it to the floor. Um, it made me laugh really hard. Um, then he gets into a horse-drawn carriage and they head to the hills. Someone shouts, get a move on, it's getting dark. Um, and then they stop, we see Hutter is like arguing with them and they're like, pay what you will, we don't, um, pay what you will, we stop here. We've got a bad feeling about going over that pass. So he's like, okay, fine. So he grabs his stuff and he walks and um, we see we see a, like a castle way, way, way on top of a hill. 
and um, just then a scary black carriage comes down and it's like really sped up um, which is why it's creepy like it's um, it's a really cool effect and I, I you know I don't know if it's on purpose or by accident but um, so the whole carriage is black the man is wearing black and even the horses are like cloaked in black fabric it's pretty cool um, so he brings him up to the castle he drops him off at the castle doors and there's like a small bridge he has to cross and like almost like a moat like think of that kind of castle and so he's inside now and not only is it a castle it's like a city like a walled city with a castle in the center um, and here he meets Count Orlock and then it says end of act one and then act two we see Hutter is sitting at a table and he's eating with Count Orlock um, Hutter is eating but Orlock is just reading a letter and he's like kind of creeping on creeping on Hutter um, Hutter cuts his finger with a knife by accident and Orlock is like oh you spilled precious blood and starts walking towards him and he asks Hutter to stay up a little longer with him as he sleeps during the day completely dead to the world um, and Hutter is like scared so he like sits down in a chair and I guess his plan is to stay up with Orlock but then we just see he awakens and it's daytime and he fell asleep in that same chair so he doesn't really remember what happened last night um he touches his neck though and then he grabs a mirror and he looks at his neck and he sees that there are two little puncture wounds on his neck um there's like a feast of food waiting for him he digs in um after that he's walking around the castle grounds it's so cool like it's just like a huge castle a huge city castle um um but we see him now and he's just like He's got a beautiful view of the hills, and um, but he's writing a letter to his beloved. Um, and he mentions that the mosquitoes are terrible. Just two of them bit me on the neck, side by side, quite close together. And he touches his neck again, um, and he mentions one dreams deeply in this desolate of a castle. Um, then so he writes that letter, and he's able to find someone on horseback, and he gives them the letter, so that's how it gets to Ellen. It's nighttime again. We see Orlock and um he sees a photo of Hutter's wife Ellen and he says your wife has a lovely neck um and he says that he's buying the nice deserted house right across the street from Hutter's house you can tell that he is not stoked about this back in his room he finds that book again about the vampire the one that he thought that he threw away he opens it to a page and it says Nosferatu digs his claws into his victim victims and suckles himself the hellish elixir of their blood um and then he slowly opens his bedroom door and we see that Count Orlock is just standing there looking real creepy real Nosferatu like um, so he closes the door so he can't go out that way and he tries the window but like below him it's like really far there's like a waterfall down there um, so he can't get out that way and all of a sudden his bedroom door swings open and it's Orlock um, he creeps in into his room and Hutter like hides under the blankets and like it's kind of creepy like he like he looks really creepy it's a little scary it's pretty cool um but then just at that moment um sorry that's what it says over the screen it literally says at that moment um we see his wife ellen awakens in her bed and she walks over to like the balcony doors that were in her room um a man comes in to check on her because he hears something and he sees that she's walking on the railing of the balcony she's got like her hands in the air in front of her like looking like she's sleepwalking she begins to fall uh, he catches her and he says bring a doctor 
Um, then we see Hutter is asleep and we're seeing like the silhouette of Nosferatu like creeping over him. He's got his claws, he's got his head. Um, and we see Ellen at the same time yell out, um, Hutter! And she actually does yell out his last name. His last name is Hutter. It's kind of funny. Um, then she's all like faint and she falls down. Um, and the doctor says, just a mild case of blood congestion. Um, the, just the normal run-of-your-mill blood congestion. Um, we see text over screen, and it says, the doctor describes Ellen's anxiety as part of an unknown illness. It then says, um, but I know her soul heard the call of the death bird. Nosferatu was already spreading his wings. Um, Hutter wakes up, he checks his neck, he's feeling like really sleepy, but he got like he's got a determined look on his face, so he gets up and he starts to investigate the castle. He's looking around the grounds, um, and he finds I don't know if he has walked to a basement or where he is now, but um he finds a casket and he looks into it because we can see that the top is just like splintered wood, and he sees Orlock's creepy face and he throws the lid off. And we just see Orlok lying there with his eyes open, not moving. Um, Hutter runs away. He's very scared. Um, upstairs in his room, Hutter looks out his window and sees, um, like, it's sped up again. And below him, he's looking at Orlok loading a bunch of caskets onto the back of a carriage. And he's, like, obviously so strong because he's lifting these things on his own. We see him, like, throw one on top. At one moment, um, at the end, he, like is on the ground and then all of a sudden whoop he's in the top of the coffin laying down um and then the lid just like comes and like flies on covers itself and then the horses go um and then Hutter yells Ellen and then he uses bedding to climb out the window and we see that but he gets to the ground and he's just like absolutely exhausted and then we see like kind of like a makeshift raft with two men controlling it and it's carrying the coffins downstream we see end of act two and now we are at act three hutter is in a hospital bed they say that he was found by farmers and brought in yesterday he had fallen and has a fever he awakens he's very traumatized and he's just like coffins um and he like hugs a nurse breaks down crying um text across the screen says nosferatu was coming to wisborg caskets filled with dirt were loaded onto the double mast schooner Ampusa. So that's a, a big ship, big sail ship. Um, and now we see onto the sailboat and someone asks, what are these? And he and like pointing to the caskets and we see some paperwork and it says something about six crates of dirt for experimental purposes. Um, I think that, that they think that's silly. So they kind of like roll their eyes and they open one of them and yeah, it's just dirt, but they dump it out and it's actually filled with rats. Um, so I think the purpose of that was now they won't open the other ones. Next, we meet our Renfield character. Um, he is in like either a prison or a mental health facility. Um, not a good one. Um, it definitely looks like a prison and they say that he's stark raving mad they go into his cell and he's like, blood is life, blood is life. And he's like catching flies and eating them. Um, he also really likes spiders. Um, we see Ellen. Um, the text says, Ellen is often spotted on the beach in solitaire. She's waiting for her beloved to get home. Um, we see that Ellen actually finally gets a letter from Hutter. And she's so happy. Um, she continues to wait on the beach for him, though. Um, she's waiting for a ship to arrive. We see, though, that she receives the letter that we saw him writing at the castle, and she's very worried about him. 
Um, we see that Hutter is getting discharged from the hospital. He is still very weak, but he knows he has to get home to Ellen. And um, we are intercut with like seeing this huge, beautiful sail ship um, just like sailing through the water. It's very big, very beautiful. Um, in Renfield's cell, he grabs a newspaper from the guard and it's talking about the plague. It says the epidemic has broken out in Transylvania, various, um, and various ports in the Black Sea. All victims appear to have the same strange wounds on their neck. Um, now we're watching Hutter and he's just like, um, like trekking his way on horseback. He's trying to get home from Transylvania. He's got a long trip. Um, cut to the ship. We hear that a sailor has gotten ill. Um, they're telling the captain and he says he's become delusional. So the captain comes down to see him. And I think the answer, it seems like, is just to give the guy a shot of alcohol and let him rest. Um, I kind of agree with that. The man awakens in the night and we see like a translucent Count Orlock kind of like sitting near the coffins. Um... Then text over the screen says, it spread like a scourge, scourge over the ship. It infected the whole crew. Everyone except the captain and the first mate is dead now. We see the two of them throwing bodies um, like wrapped in fabric and weighted. They throw, they're throwing them overboard into the sea. One of the guys goes below board and he starts like axing the coffins and one of them like rats just start pooling out of it it's so gross there's so many of them and just then um one of the coffins a lid is thrown to the side and um count orlock like rises out of the coffin it's very iconic i'm sure um people have seen it before and the man um i think it's the first mate he just like runs up to the deck and throws himself overboard so now we see Orlock and he's just like slowly walking towards the cabin and text over the cabin, sorry, the captain and text over screen says the death ship has a new captain. And that is the end of act three and the beginning of act four. We see Ellen go out on the balcony. Um, it's nighttime and she's raising her arms um, like out in front of her and then up above her head. Like she's like seemingly in a trance. Um, some evil wind begins to blow in from the sea. Ellen says, I must go to him. He calls me. And then we see her running out of the house. And then back in the cell, and it's the guy who I called Renfield because he's the Renfield type character. But I realize he's actually the character Nock, who was the guy from the beginning that sent Hutter to Transylvania. So I'm going to call him Nock again so um and he is definitely in a jail he got arrested so in his cell he can see out the window and we are seeing the ship has arrived in the harbor and he says the master is near on the ship we see the door to um below decks opens on its own and nosferatu like pokes his little head up from below he puts his like big long fingers big fingernails like on the side of the deck and pulls himself up and then in Nock's cell, we see we see that he takes out a guard um, that's bringing him food, and he's able to escape. There's text over screen, and it says, It's theorized that vampires can only draw strength from the cursed earth in which they were buried. Um, and that's why he travels with all those caskets full of dirt. Um, we see uh, Orlock, and he's carrying um, a casket from the ship. And we also see that there's like rats getting off the ship. And I'm wondering if it's like implying that 
that's the cause of the Black Death. Like, traveling to new places is, like, the rats that he brings. Um, and then, oh my goodness, we see Hutter has made it home. Him and Ellen embrace. They're so happy. They smooch. Um, Count Orlock is, like, creeping past their house with his casket. Because um, his house is right beside theirs. Um, he's their na- um, neighbor now. He's straight up their neighbor. Um, so he's at his new place. Count Orlock, he's at his new place. Um, and he has to take a small boat to get there. Um, it's epic. And he goes up to the door and then he just disappears inside the house, like literally disappears. We see a group of men boarding the ship to investigate, um, what's happening. Where is everybody? They find the body of the captain with the puncture wounds in his neck. Um, someone says, I've searched the whole ship. There is not a living soul. There's not a living soul on board. Um, next we see that they're doing an autopsy of the captain and one man has the captain's logbook and we are seeing some passages. Um, one of the ones he reads out is rats in the hold of the ship, danger of the plague. And then they freak out. They're like, they just scream danger of the plague, danger of the plague, return to your homes, bolt the windows. And like everybody scatters. Um, and then next we see a man, um, in a uniform and he's in the middle of the street and he starts drumming like a snare drum Um, everyone opens their windows to see and he reads from a scroll it says a decree by authorities um, that forbids the transport of six of sick people to the hospital um, because going through the town will spread the plague Um, and that's the end of act four and then act five begins we see a man dressed in all black he's leaving a house and he draws a cross on the front door with chalk then he goes to the next house um and um i don't think anyone answers so he goes to the next house and um as he does we see a casket being taken out um ellen finds so back at their place ellen finds the book about the vampire and um she finds it strange and irresistible that's what the text says um she reads again about the suckling of the hellish elixir um at this point she's kind of like writhing as she reads it I think she's quite hot and bothered she's a little intrigued um she reads something that essentially says um it's like a long passage but I had to read it truly four times to understand it but the gist is that the only way to kill Nosferatu is if a virgin tempts him with her blood um and then it makes him stay awake past dawn so that's the gist of what I read um she tells Hutter that she's frightened of looking at the at the spooky house next door all day long she says it's like making her go crazy um we see her looking out the window in the evening no it's not the evening it's still the day and we see at least five funeral processions walk by like walking down the middle of the street with caskets so there's a lot of people dying from the mystery plague um we see that Nock, our kind of crazy man, Renfield guy, is like running through town and like everyone's chasing after him. Um, like it honestly seems like the entire town is out there trying to get him. We see him sitting on top of a building, like on a peaked roof and he's just giggling. He's giggling his butt off. He's hucking rocks at people and just laughing. Um, again, the entire town is after him and he just keeps running. Um, and then he gets out of town. He made it, um, for now. Then they see him in the field and like they're chasing him out of town. Um, they see him in the field, but oh no, it's actually just a scarecrow. 
they're very pissed off. So he's gotten away for now. Um, then we see Ellen all of a sudden wake with a start and um, Count Orlock is at his own window, like creeping in on them. And then she walks to her window and opens it um, and he floats away from his window and then um, we see him leaving his castle. Um, but she wakes up Hutter and she's like, I'm not feeling well or I'm scared. And so he runs to get the doctor and she's alone now. And we see the, I'm going to call them Nosferatu fingers because they're very much like that creeping claw shadow that you've seen. Um, it's coming towards Ellen. Um, and then the hand shadow is over her heart and it closes, um, it closes his fist and her head rolls back. Um, then we cut to, we see Count Orlock is leaning over her, seemingly suckling the hellish elixir from her neck. And then we hear a rooster crow. He's still awake and dawn has come. Um, we see the sun coming up through the window. He holds his hand to his chest. He's in front of the window now. He's dying. And then he just disappears. He just boop, he's gone. And there's a little bit of smoke on the ground and then we see knock the man who ran away and he says the master is dead um ellen sits up and she calls to hutter and he comes to her and she collapses in his arms and she has straight up died and text says at that very moment the great death came to an end the end my thoughts on this movie are that it is definitely a classic. Um, I really like vampire media in any form, you know, books, TV, movies, and um, you have to see this. Like, it's it's truly the original. It's You see where all these tropes come from. Of course, um, a lot of them came from Bram Stoker, and I have read Dracula, um, so it's really interesting to see the differences there and the things that were similar and... Um, also Dracula is just a really good book so to be able to see it like it's pretty accurate like this movie is definitely definitely the story of Dracula with names and places changed well not Transylvania of course um, my biggest problem with the movie would be that it is really long and by that I mean it's an hour and a half long which I usually love for a horror movie but oh my goodness it's a really long horror movie to watch um, but that is the case with black and white movies it's very long for the time like again 1922 to have a movie that's an like a full-length movie um that's just fascinating it's so cool it would have been such um like such an interesting movie to see at the time completely like new absolutely new but it's an oldie for us and i hope you guys enjoyed it thanks <laughs>